Merry Christmas. My name is Brad Watson, and this is the Saturate Podcast's Advent devotional called Preparing Room. This is a 25-day reflective journey through the themes of Advent, as well as the themes of being the people God called us to be, so I hope that you will enjoy it. Throughout this season, we've been pointing people to several of our Advent resources, and you can definitely check those out at saturatetheworld.com. As we approach the end of this series, and as we approach the end of this year, I want to point out another resource that I think can help people as they take what God has done in their lives in Advent and in Christmas, and then begin looking forward into the next year. It's called our Annual Planning Hopes and Dreams Guide. This helps you sit back and reflect on what has happened in the year that was, and also dream and plan towards the year ahead as a disciple and as a follower of Jesus. So I hope that you're able to take some time and look into that as well. And with that, let's dive into today's reflection. Future Victory and Present Joy We find ourselves between two arrivals, the first in Jesus in Bethlehem and the second as he comes again. We stand between resurrection and restoration. That's precisely why this season of Advent is so important. It locates our hope, peace, joy, and love. It locates it in the historic gospel of Jesus and the coming that we await for. It locates us in the beauty of the manger, but also the mess of the manger that hasn't been fully restored. Our joy is full as we look to the manger, and our joy can be even more full as we look to a certain kingdom and the feast that we will share when the bride and the bridegroom are united. Revelation 19, 7 and 8 speaks of this reality. It says, Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. This is the coming end, when all is united and restored. This reality of between advents reminds me of the end of World War II, especially in Europe, and how it was celebrated there. The war in Europe didn't end suddenly. It was long and it was drawn out. The Allies, especially after liberating concentration camps across Europe, would not stand for anything less than a complete and unconditional surrender from the Nazis. At the same time, In all practical senses, the war in Europe was over once the Allies broke through the lines in the Western and Eastern fronts. Victory was secured, and also victory was inevitable through the sacrifice and the courage and the fortune of the British, Canadian, American, and Russian soldiers. And yet, the Nazis held on. Even after repeated bombings of Berlin, even after the capturing of one and a half million soldiers on the Western Front, the Nazis refused to surrender in Berlin. Even after Mussolini and Hitler died, the war did not end. The war wasn't over, but the victory had been won. It was such a strange time. Back home for many of the soldiers in England, 
a country that had been bombed for years and lost thousands of young men to war. They made preparations for the day of victory. Even as the news trickled in that the victory was certain, it had essentially already been accomplished. Groups of citizens gathered the materials for flags and for big parades. Barkeepers ordered and saved beer, whiskey, and champagne. Not a single bottle was to be opened until the news rang out of a complete final victory. They, in in perfect English fashion, delayed the exuberant celebration until that perfect moment. Yet, as historians explored this time, they found within letters and comments about other people describing the season as a time of quiet joy amongst the people. The resolve of the assured end of war brought smiles and peace and levity into the entire Western world. The war was won, but not over. The celebration had begun in hearts and minds and in conversations, and even in a few bars here and there, and I'm certain on the beds of of many mothers who are waiting for their dads to come home, their husbands to return. But none of those parties, those small micro-celebrations, those winks, those smiles, those high fives compared to that day when on May 9th, 1945, the war was completely over. On that day, the parades and the celebrations and all their preparation was on full display. I love that image. This is where we are, between the cradle and the new city. Jesus was born Savior and King. The victory had been won while the war still rages. But rest assured, the war is won. There are two great verses from the old Christian hymn that that call us into that kind of joy, that kind of remembering of both comfort and victory. It's from God rest ye merry gentlemen. The verses go like this, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember, Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Another verse says, Fear not then, said the angel, let nothing you affright. This day is born a savior of a pure virgin bright to free all those who trust in him from Satan's power and might. O tidings of comfort and joy. This hymn speaks to the reality of victory over Satan won. So let us all live a life with that comfort and victory that Jesus has been victorious over sin, death, and evil. And that is comfort and joy. Before you go, I just want to say a few things about a new resource that's come out recently called The Gospel Basics for Kids. It's an amazing resource that we hope that you'll check out. It's for preschool-aged children, and it guides these kids through discussions and story and music and crafts and illustrations and coloring sheets, 
all to introduce these young children to the important discipleship uh, realities of gospel, identity, rhythms, and essentially the way that we teach and train and disciple adults, we're doing it for kids because our children are not the disciples of the future, they're the disciples of today. And so go to saturatetheworld.com or amazon.com to learn more about the gospel basics for kids and get your copy.